welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm really pumped for this week's episode because we're chatting with one of my favorite wedding planners, Tatiana Jones of Whimsy Weddings. You guys can call her Tati for short. We're chatting about how wedding photographers and wedding planners can work together seamlessly to give your couple an amazing day. Tatiana works with her husband, Eric, and Whimsy Weddings is a full-service planning and floral design company. They service New York, New Jersey, and Eastern Pennsylvania. They specialize in romantic artful creations, embracing natural organic styles, and have executed over 200 weddings to date, so they kind of know what they're talking about. Also, um, after a couple of requests and some thoughtful um, insight about it, I am really excited to announce that you can now book a one-on-one coaching call with me. Yay! I'm so excited. So I really love being able to offer more um, personalized, detailed advice for individuals who sign up and who want to chat with me for an hour about their business. I really can't wait to help you guys move forward and take you to the next level and really give you um, a lot of value and bring my expertise um, directly to you guys. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. So you should know that there are limited sessions each month and you can visit www.twjanae.com to find out more. Also, when you visit the blog, don't forget to read our latest blog post. You can join our newsletter and our super fun Facebook group. So again, if you like today's show, I would love for you to leave us a comment or a review on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us and we'd really appreciate your kind words. If you're on Apple, listening over on iTunes, if you leave a comment there, a review, it will help people find us um, because it will be higher up on the list and we'd really appreciate it. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. So let's begin, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited. I've got Tati on the line. Say hi. Hi. Welcome. We're so excited that you're here. I can't wait for everyone to get to know you, get to know a little bit more about you and your company, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little about you, your company, and how you started your business? Yes, absolutely. So I'm Tatiana, short Tati. Um, I am one half of Whimsy Weddings. Um, I co-own the business with my husband, Eric. And uh, we started back in 2013. Um, we actually uh, fell kind of into that statistic of where a lot of wedding planners start their business after they get married, and that would be me. I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I uh, I grew up always like being creative, and you know, just didn't really realize that it could be a career. So I am, um, you know, I tried hospitality and 
I actually went to school for culinary arts, um, thought I was going to be, you know, be able to be creative in the kitchen, you know, at restaurants. And I just I hated it. <laughs> but um, so I ended up in uh, in hospitality and management and restaurants and started doing their private events. And that's kind of how events and then we were getting married and it kind of just came together. And I just jumped in head first after we got married. I up and quit my nine to five style job. And um, I borrowed $1,000 from my mother-in-law, actually, and um, I got the business going. And then about uh, a year later, um, Eric left his full-time job to come and join me. And then ever since then, we've been doing it together full-time. We always get asked that a lot. Like, I can't believe we do this full-time together. And we do. (laughs) (laughs) But um, our business has evolved over the years where we started out just doing full planning and coordination, you know, day slash month of coordination um, to now where we only do full service planning and floral design. So that sort of just evolved over the years. And um, yeah, that's where we are now. That's awesome. Yeah, your floral design is amazing. I think for people listening, Tati and I have worked together on a couple of weddings, and uh, we've just created a lot of magic together. So I always (laughs) always love working together, which is so great. So how did So you just, when did you decide to do full planning and just the florals? Like, was that a recent decision? Yeah. So floral, actually, we, we, you know, we would do these like little flower jobs when we first started out and um, it'd be just, you know, kind of little things here and there. And I actually have great relationships with other florists because we worked with them so much in the beginning, but um, we found over, you know, just the course of just doing so many weddings. I mean, I I think that we've done, we've done over 200 at this point um, events. I know it's, I don't know know what we're thinking sometimes, but, (laughs) (laughs) but um we realized that a lot of our design, which is what I love to do, um, it just really went hand in hand with the florals. So about, you know, three years ago is when we really started incorporating florals into our events. And then now, just this past year, we just we finished out our last of uh, day of coordinations or month of coordinations, whatever people like to call it. Um, and then now going into 2019, we only have a full plan and or floral design. That's awesome. Congrats. That's great. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm really excited because we've been chatting like emailing. We're both mamas and we've got a lot going mm-hmm. on. And I wanted to have you on the show because I wanted to get your opinion and like your point of view about planners. I've had mm-hmm. a couple planners on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I feel like what you bring is really special. And, you know, I think one of the topics that I liked and wanted to talk about today is like how wedding photographers and planners you know, can be on the same page, can be on team bride and groom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to get your point of view about that because I feel like sometimes people feel like we're on opposite sides, you know, when in reality we're on the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about when you're, when you're planning your couple's wedding day, you know, tell us how you work with the vendors um, and especially wedding photographers. Yeah. So with our full service clients, um, we actually source all of their vendors um, and we do this based on their personality and overall style and just the feel that they're going for, for their big day. So that goes for all the vendors across the board, but um, obviously, especially photographers, um, because it's such a, you know, I mean, that really has to be like the perfect match with a couple, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we're going off of that based on their budget breakdown. 
And we find photo and all the other vendors um, based on the budget as well. So if we feel that someone's an amazing match, we send them the options, you know, that are going to be within their budget. And then if there's like an extra special, special match, um, we'll send it to them as well, even if outside their budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do all of the communication uh, up until we get to the contract portion. Um, and that's when we usually loop the client in because they're the ones that sign all the contracts. Um, that's, I like, you know, the client that you, I, with every vendor, they should have direct contact with the client for sure. And um, especially with photographers, we like the client to speak with them ahead of time. Um, granted, we do have some couples that they don't want to speak to any of the vendors. Like that's why they've hired us. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. I know. I know. And I'm always like, really? Like, because me personally, I am so particular. And if it was me, like, I'd want to be talking to everyone, even if I had a planner, right? Because I'd want to just have my options presented to me. And then I'd be like, okay, like, let me at least speak to these people and see if we're a good, <laughs> can, you know, a good fit. But not everyone's like that. So, um, you know, I, I just, I think it's important, but that's usually how we get to, to go, uh, you know, booking them. Um, and then, you know, we try to keep, you know, open dialogue throughout the whole planning process with our vendors. And, um, but usually with our clients, they aren't speaking to them outside of that like initial call. And then they see them again on the wedding day. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we work together. I think uh, for for both our brides, I was pretty involved, or they came to me, or mm-hmm. you recommended them to me. So that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's like, so different, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's different. Yeah. So I want to know, like, what kind of advice or what advice can you share about making your couple's wedding day the best? Like when you know maybe things aren't going as planned. Mm. So. Ooh, this one's tough, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> when things aren't going as planned. So this was a really big reason why we decided to not offer day slash month of coordination anymore. Um, you know, because when we were coming into it, you know, the, the couple had already hired all their vendors and we kind of get thrown in at the end. And whereas, you know, majority of our couples, it was totally fine and it was an easy transition. Um, if that couple had hired a vendor that maybe wasn't, you know, a professional or maybe it was a family friend and somebody that maybe didn't have the experience, um, you know, that's kind of where things don't go as planned. Right. Um, you know, and so we were just kind of tired of that disconnect and we decided to just not do that anymore. But, you know, I hate not having control over the details that make the day beautiful and, and seamless. So that's how we sort of evolved into that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think just hiring the right people and making sure that they're, you know, don't just hire a vendor because your friend used them, you know, and we get emails all the time where it's like, Oh, you know, my friend used you and we just need to use you too. And it's like, well, you know, maybe we're not the right fit for you Mm -hmm. and and that's okay. But um, you know, we we recently had this iffy experience with with a couple and um i definitely can count on you know one hand the amount of times that we've had sort of questionable experiences <laughs> just because we usually try to vet the clients um and make sure that we're a right the right fit for them but um the the couple had hired this caterer who just I think they came through a a referral from one of the parents or somebody like had known someone who knew them. It was a very like strange connection. And um, 
I didn't have any sort of contact with them ahead of time and they were very hard to get a hold of and it was just really weird. And so on the day they, they came and they here this couple is spending a ton of money. They were getting married at an expensive venue that we've actually worked out together before. So yeah, nice. you, you know that some of these places are very expensive and um, they brought linens that were probably two feet off the floor <laughs> and they were so wrinkled. It looked like they had come out of a trash bag and it just was absolutely awful. And, you know, I just felt like, whoa. And there was nothing I could really do because the, the caterer was looking at me going like, well, this is how we do things. But the couple was looking at me saying like, why didn't you fix this? And it was just a strange thing where then other vendors started getting involved and started mentioning it to the couple. And it was so weird. So it just makes you realize like, you just have to find the right people. Yeah. Oh gosh. The vendors were talking to the bride and groom directly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's not a good thing. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah. So that's always something that's like tough, right? So you know, if something's going wrong on the wedding day, like we're supposed to be there to make sure that this couple is having the most relaxed, wonderful day of their lives. And when the couple has hired a, whether it's a coordinator or a full service planner, I mean, we're getting paid a lot of money to be there and, and to, to be that person who's the go-between, you know? And, and so for a vendor to, to go over to them and say, Hey, you know, did you see the linens? Can you believe how short they are? It's like, this is not a gossip session. Like this is somebody's wedding day. And, you know, we are trying our best to make sure that things are going seamless, but it just doesn't always happen. And so it's just a good reminder that we always have to be on the same page. Yeah. I think that's a good point is that for, especially for wedding photographers who are working with planners, you know, if something's going wrong, you know, I, I can't even remember. I mean, I feel like something always happens at every wedding. Always. Right. Like there's always like <laughs> one thing and you're like, oh crap, like where, where is the planner? Or if there is no planner, it's like, okay, where's the, like who, you always find your buddy. Yeah, like, you're who like, can who? you talk to? But for me, I'm always, you know, if something's going wrong or their timing is, you know, if things are running late, it's like, I will discreetly talk to the planner and just be mm-hmm. like, so we're running about 15 minutes behind. You know, I don't want the bride to get panicky or worried that, like, she's not going to have these amazing pictures. You know yes. what I mean? Like, we'll make it work, but they don't need to, they don't need to be bothered. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So th- <laughs> that, that's definitely just that whole mindset of just, I feel like a lot of times wedding vendors feel like they have to take it all on themselves where we really need to be building more of a community and like a working together sort of just mindset. And, Mm -hmm. and that's just a huge thing. I mean, every wedding, I feel like there's always somebody who just kind of is like all alone on the Island, you know, and you're just like, Hey, like we're all here. Like let's build this boat together, you know? And I think we just have to remember that. And, And that was a big example where I was like, you know what, this is just so important to work with professionals and and good vendors team players yeah exactly exactly I think it's such a good you have to be a team player (laughs) yeah exactly you have to roll with the punches so you know I think it's actually a good segue into asking you as a wedding professional as a professional wedding planner you know how can we as wedding photographers you know make a good impression with you well I mean honestly um during the planning process Uh, One of my big pet peeves is, you know, we are doing all of the communication and the the clients have hired a planner usually because they are too busy 
or they just don't want to be overwhelmed with all of the many emails and just different aspects of communication that go on with planning. So one of my pet peeves is when we'll hire a vendor and this goes for any vendor, of course, um, we hire them and we, we've gotten everything going and then they start to email the client without us attached to it. So then they're trying to set things up or they're trying to go over timeline and then the client comes to us or, you know, me mostly, right? they're, they're coming to me and they're going, well, wait, aren't you talking to them about this? Or I don't know what they're asking me. I don't really understand. Um, so it, it makes us look bad because it almost looks like we're not in communication with the vendor, even mm. though I'm like, well, hell, hey, like I'm here. Like, why didn't you just reach out to me? So always keeping that open dialogue and just remembering that like a lot of times these people just they don't want to be dealing with all those nitty-gritty details whether it's a questionnaire they have to fill out or just the day of timeline like a lot of them just don't they've never done it before right so if they have a planner I like when the photographer is like let's work collaboratively on this timeline because yes I know that the photography timeline is super important I mean that sets the whole tone of the beginning part of the day right like detail pictures and family pictures but when it comes to the reception start so you know start time and the cocktail hour and all that stuff now we're involving a band and a caterer and all these other people that have to be incorporated into it so I think that's just one of those things that like when I have a seamless, you know, work relationship with a photographer, like that leaves a really great impression with me. And then I add that, I add them to my little bank of, of people. And I'm like, right. you know what, when I have a client looking for somebody, you know, who has your style, like you're going to be the first person I recommend because yes. I just know that this is going to be just a super easy planning process with them. Yeah, so I think awesome. that's, yeah, that's definitely like my main thing. It's just like easy to work with and just overall. And of course, like a great personality, right? Like I, we're, we're going to be hanging out on that wedding day. I want to have a great time with you too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's actually really co good to hear that because like I, you know, a lot of my couples have planners and I definitely like to share information and make sure, you know, there's just like certain points of information that I want to make sure that I reiterate to them, mm -hmm. um, even if they have a planner. And I always CC the planner on yeah. every single communication, like, hey, you know what, if you could just fill out this questionnaire, because I need to know your family pairings, mm -hmm. um, that would be great. And sometimes the planner will write me and they'll say, well, we're, we're going to do it for them. I'm like, okay, great. As long as somebody does it, like, yeah. so, like, <laughs> I don't care who fills it out, but I just, I still need that information. So I feel like I'm okay. At least I'm like doing that correct. Where I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm, I, I always make sure that the planner is CC'd because you're right. Like I don't want you to look bad and I don't want the couple to think that I'm doing something that you aren't aware of mm -hmm. or like trying to pull a fast one on you. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yes. exactly. And, and I don't think that, you know, most times it's not like a malicious intent whatsoever. It's just sort of, it just kind of looks sloppy, I think, sometimes when vendors like just aren't on the same page. And then the couple's like, well, what the heck am I paying this person for? You right. know? And, yeah. and really, it's just like, we didn't know. Like, we didn't realize that you're going to send this out just yet, you know? And, mm -hmm. and uh, timelines just create, they create um, mass panic. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do. They're always, it's like three months out. And it's like, my mom is asking me about what time I need to be, you know, here and here. And I'm like, well, I don't know what time you have to be there and there yet. So <laughs> like six weeks out, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And I definitely like 
when I have a plan, when I'm working with a planner, like when we're working together, I'm always like, I'll put my photography timeline together and then I'll merge it with your timeline. So it's on the same page. Like I'm always very aware that your timeline is like, the timeline you know what I mean Mm, I know yeah and it's like I I definitely of course they all have to be merged but I I think that just sometimes people forget that you have so many other vendors involved I mean we had a wedding this summer and I think there had to have been 36 people total like vendor wise wow it was was ridiculous like so many people and so you have all these different personalities and all these different timeline things coming together and and just and then I've got this photographer who's like well I have to do and I'm like okay listen buddy (laughs) (laughs) we all have to be doing things right now and it was just really funny but um but yeah no it all came together wonderfully but it's just always it was a new person I had been I hadn't worked with before so it was a a learning experience (laughs) yeah it's like I got you boo don't worry about it (laughs) yeah exactly I'm like that's what I'm here for So what kind of advice would you give um, someone maybe you haven't met before or this person maybe you haven't worked with um, into cultivating your relationship? Like, do you frown upon that or do you uh, like it when people reach out to you afterwards and say, hey, I love working with you. You know, could you put me on your vendor list or I'd love to get lunch? Like, how do you typically respond to that? Yeah, so I actually love when people – reach out after the wedding. And, um, you know, especially if we really hit it off. And, you know, I mean, we spent a lot of time together on the wedding day, right? So like when the couple and they're off dancing on the dance floor, or they're, you know, taking some time apart, you know, just kind of a few minutes away. I mean, we're usually hanging out with each other. So when, you know, after the wedding, if they reach out, and they're like, hey, I'd love to work together again. I mean, that makes me feel great knowing that, Uh, that vendor really enjoyed working with us and it definitely makes me feel like heck I'm gonna refer you to my other couples you know and um, usually just you know just staying in touch whether that's you know on Instagram I mean like a lot of my friends um, have come through this industry right I mean as an adult it's hard to make friends and you're kind of (laughs) I feel like almost all my friends now are are through this this industry and um, you know I feel like I I'm a huge homebody so I don't really go out and have lunch and, and coffee and stuff like that. I'm sure I probably should do that more often, but I, uh, I'm usually in pajamas most of the day. <laughs> so usually, Guilty as charged. I know, right? I'm like, oh, I know. I see you on your Instagram stories going out and about, and I'm like, oh, I'll just live vicariously through her. So it's okay. <laughs> That's all right. I got you. I'll take you along with me. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, usually just, you know, we, I stay in touch with people over email or, you know, Instagram messages or text messages and that's kind of how I stay in touch. I mean, that's, but I, I do love that though, when we can make friends with, with vendors, we call them frienders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good term. Frienders. I like, know. But, but you don't want to be frenemies. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> exactly. No, that's great to hear. Cause I feel like I, if I, um, when I have a wedding, that's really awesome. And I love everybody I like email them or DM them or start following them like at the wedding yeah and I'm like this was so great I mean you and I after one wedding we were still texting and we were like he's singing right now you know like, <laughs> like 11 p.m I'm home in my jammies and you're cleaning up and we're like still talking I know I know <laughs> no it is it is really great I love it so much and uh you know I mean it's funny though the other day we were doing a wedding and I was working with a photographer I had never met before and um, you know, I found that we were just doing flowers for their wedding. So we were just there for setup and then we left, but I met them and then I started following them on Instagram, like before I even left the the setup, you know, and mm-hmm. 
before I left, I like went over and just said bye and everything. But I, I felt like almost a little crazy because they looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I'm so used to doing, you know, being that full planner where I'm spending the whole evening with them. So to be, because we do flowers that, you know, where we just go and drop off now, um, you know, it was kind of like a funny situation where I was like, Hey, I followed you on Instagram. Like I felt kind of like a little bit of a stalker, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I sure they loved it. Yeah. They like, yeah. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I was I'm like, sure. are you? like, I'm just gonna, you know, send them like a message or whatever. <laughs> Hey, but you know, I think it's good. Like you're gonna, they're gonna remember you. I'm like, yeah, that's that crazy florist we worked with. She's awesome. Exactly. Uh, let, I hope let's, so. Yeah. Let's make sure we get her the images. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's kind of brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk about because I actually just did um, an IGTV about this and a blog post um, about sharing images with the vendors and who not better to talk about it with than a planner because I was actually at an event on Monday with all planners and you know I was talking to a bunch of them and they all I mean it's so crazy that every single wedding I go to or event where there's a planner or vendors that I've never worked with before they always say to me you know I never get the pictures mm. I'm like what and they're just like no I, I, I had a wedding six months ago and I'm still waiting and mm. like not in a magazine or anything like they're just a photographer is taking forever and, you know, my, I know how I feel about it. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But, like, how do you feel about it? Like, do you think it's important for the photographer to share the images with the vendors of the day? Mm. Yes, I do. I think that we all came together to create this magical day. I think that it is important. I mean, that's how we build our businesses is based on these images, right? Everything's so visual now. I mean, how else are we supposed to get couples coming to us again and again, you know? Yeah, that's what I say. I, you know, I think for my point of view is one, you, you this this magical day would not have happened a without the couple and b mm-hmm. without all the vendors, right? And mm-hmm. everyone that they handpicked or you helped to handpick put the day together. Yeah. So you're there to take the pictures, document the day, and then for the couple, and then the side note, you know, part two of that is for all the other vendors. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big proponent of. After my couple is served, after their images are delivered, um, if their wedding is going to be featured or not, you know, I reach out to everybody and say, the gallery is ready, pick your favorites, um, I'll get them to you soon. And then, you know, and I just start the conversation that way. And so many people are like, thank you so much. I never get Mm -hmm. the pictures. And, you know, from a planner point of view, at least from the people I've spoken to, is that they get so mad when they don't get the pictures. They're like, I'm not going to recommend that person ever again. Uh, you know, they get so, or, and then they're like, oh, you're so, or someone said to me, like, you're like a unicorn. Like, you, you're like the only <laughs> photographer I know who will give me the pictures. I'm like, oh, it's so crazy. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I do think that, yes, you are very good about getting the pictures over. Um, and I, I like that y- you do seem to have sort of just like a system in place to get those pictures out. Yeah. And I think that a lot of photographers don't have a system in place and they kind of wait, um, you know, to, to hear from the vendors for those requests for the photos. I mean, when we're doing full planning, we are in contact with the photographer ahead of time before the event, right? So usually I have spoken to them already about, you know, in a nice way, obviously, because I know that it's their photos. And um, I'm just usually like, hey, you know, how do I go about getting the pictures from you after the wedding? 
Um, and usually, I mean, we've already talked about confirming, you know, how long the picture turnaround time is going to take, because that is always the first thing after a wedding, right? The, the bride and groom want their pictures right away. So I, I usually just confirm that once more to, and tell the couple again. Yeah. Um, so we've gone over that and I already have this relationship with the photographer. So I usually always get the pictures back um, from them when we're doing full planning. However, now that we offer floral services as like a standalone, so we have a lot of couples who hire us just to do flowers. So we're treated as a regular florist. Um, I never see pictures. I have to go after, you know, my, I got to go through my files and sign the photographer name and reach out to them. And sometimes they don't bother responding back to us. Um, and I'm like, Hey, like, I thought we were buddies. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, you yeah. know, I introduced myself at the wedding, you know, usually Eric and I, because we're used to that planner side of things, like we do go up and introduce ourselves to the, to the photographer. And um, just because we like to build our, you know, sort of database of photographers anyway. And, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I have quite a few weddings from this past year that we have not received photos back from. And it's a shame because there were weddings that I really loved the pictures from. And um, Eric actually just started reaching out to some of the couples to see if we can get some photos just because we were just like, hey, I'd love some pictures of our, our floral work. You know, I, we don't right. necessarily post a lot of pictures of the couple um, because, you know, for privacy reasons, I don't really want someone to feel like, oh, my God, my face is all over you know, the internet, and I didn't really want that. Um, but, you know, when it's table arrangements and bouquets and stuff, I feel like part of me, like, I, I totally understand the side of, you know, the photographer took that photo, it's their art, but also that picture has my work in it, too. So right. I guess there's a kind of like a double, I don't know, double edged sword there, right? I mean, I don't want to ever come across like, hey, you only had that picture because that was my work. But at the same time, you know, it's like a weird it's a weird thing. And I'm always trying to be respectful of it, but some, it definitely makes me sad yeah. not to get pictures back. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you're, you're also a planner. Like you're also, you know, to cultivate that relationship. Mm -hmm. I really feel like it's important for photographers to make sure that they share their work, especially with the vendors, because look, they're going to, they're going to share your work. Mm -hmm. They're going to pick out, you know, they're going to, either you pick out your faves or they pick out the, the images that you're allowed to share. You know, privacy is definitely yeah. a concern. Um, sometimes I, I will get favorites back from vendors and there's like the kids mm. in there and I'm like, sorry, dude, like that's not, yeah. you know, like I, I just don't want anyone to feel like their children are being, of course. you know, on the internet. Like I know Tilly's everywhere, but I don't, that's my son. But too, I feel everywhere. like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I did that, yeah. I, you know, like somebody else didn't do that, but it's also, you know, you, if you share it, you are, another couple could see it like a potential couple could do it. Like it's really free marketing. Yes. And I feel like that is the weird part for me. Like I, you know, it's my art. I get it. It's my copyright, but I want, I want you guys to share mm -hmm. it. Like I want it everywhere. So I don't, for me, I don't understand the hesitation. I definitely have seen in photography groups that people charge mm. the vendors. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, if you really want to piss people off, like, charge. I know. <laughs> like, well, then that's just, those are people who are just not going to recommend you. I mean, that would be, because then, right. then it's tough, right? Because I know in a lot of photography contracts, they have things that say, you know, they can be the only person there photographing. So, then if we start bringing our camera to take pictures, not throughout the whole party, obviously, but of our work, then we start stepping on a photographer's toes. But it's like, well, hey, but I want some pictures of my work. 
So, because I've definitely, I've definitely been scolded before trying to take my own photos of just my floral work before the wedding even started. And I was like, hey, well, you know, I kind of want a couple of pictures that I'm going to style, you know, and, and so that, that was kind of a funny thing, but I I get how there's definitely an issue with it, um, you know, on the other side, because, you know, tagging is so important. Um, So, you know, here are these photographers handing out pictures of their work and, you know, maybe vendors don't know the proper etiquette. So they're not tagging the photographer properly. Um, You know, and this is a huge issue with a lot of big major publications online, right? I mean, we, we recently just had a, um, a picture of a bouquet that we made um, and I was really proud of it. And uh, they put it up, they tagged the photographer, but didn't tag us in it, even though it's literally a shot of our bouquet. Like that's all there was, was the bouquet. And so many people, I mean, they had thousands of likes and so many comments and so many people asked who the florist was in it and they never responded and they didn't tag us, even though I, I direct messaged them and everything nothing and I was like you know it kind of just leaves a bad taste in your mouth so I can see why a photographer would be upset about that I mean that's thousands of people that their work just got put in front of that you know nobody knows it's them so it's it's I feel that way too when when our stuff goes up and and it's the same thing too like if a photographer posts a picture and it's literally just our work in the picture and they don't tag us I'm like oh man and so it's a bummer yeah definitely oh that's such a such a good topic because a good point is that when just for me and maybe the people listening is like when I send the final photos out and even before I send the gallery, I'm like, you have to follow these rules, which is I specifically lay out how you tag, how you tag mm-hmm. me. You can't co- you can't cover up my name in the tag post and Instagram. If you want to use it in an advertisement, you, you, we have to talk about mm-hmm. it. You have to get written permission, especially like for print ads and stuff like that. Like I lay it all mm-hmm. out there. And at the, at the end of it, I say, if you do not adhere to these rules, you will receive a bill. Like, yeah. you know, like, because one, I'm giving you the images for free and I want you to use them in the way that I've stated. Like, you can't alter them. Mm-hmm. You can't change them. You can't, you know, re-edit them. But you, you have to give me credit where credit is due. And I, I feel like that's the least you could do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So for that, for that publication not to tag you, it's such a bummer. And then... I, I've had that happen before that everyone says, uh, Janae, is this your work? Is this your work? And then you get all the tags for you. And you're like, oh, my God, it's my yep. work. And then you have to, like, DM them or email the editor if you know them. And just, like, you know, it creates, like, that awkward, It does. Because then you feel you're like, oh, man, they're never going to want to post my work again. And it's just this really yeah. awkward situation. And, you know, I mean, that's how I feel, though, too, when, when even a photographer will post a picture with our work in it, you know, the, the bouquet or the table setting – And somebody, especially if I've really enjoyed working with them and then they don't tag us and I'm like, Hey, you know, if somebody saw that and wants to hire you, they might want to hire us too. And that makes, that means we can work together again, you know, but but they might not know that we even exist because we're not tagged in that. So so it is kind of a, yeah, it's a bummer. So I always try to, you know, even like stationary and all that stuff. So when I post a picture, if it's got somebody else's work in there, I always try to tag them. Um, because you just never know what someone is drawn to in an image. Um, and they might want to hire that person. And I'm happy to, to tag back. It, it all comes back, right? Like, I feel like it's good karma. Yeah. Totally. 
Yeah, and you know, I definitely tag everybody I can, but there are sometimes there are some people I just can't. Oh, I know. Like it's like, oh gosh. And you know what? And I actually really like it when they DM me and they say, Hey, can you add my tag? I'm like, Oh my god, yes, thank you so yep. much. I could I could not remember <laughs> your Instagram name. And you know, you know, I always and I, I don't always do this, but I feel like the culprit, one of the biggest culprits is hair and oh, makeup. I'm like, I can't remember everybody's handle so if you guys are listening feel free to dm us because i of course i want to add you you know i know i I know like i i can't uh i i don't want enough i don't want exactly i I used to have such a good memory too and i would it was funny eric would be like how do you remember like who did that from four years ago you know that wedding and i was like i don't know but now ever since i had my son i can barely remember to put my you know shoes on right so (laughs) (laughs) mommy brain that is a real thing and so when I forget something I mean I posted a picture the other day and I I totally I put the at sign and then forgot to put the photographer and then I posted it (laughs) and then I looked at the because I was I always like click it open after I posted it to just proofread and I felt like such a dum dum. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like I goodness. started it and then just got trailed off doing something else. And then, but luckily I figured it out like within seconds of posting it. But I just thought, oh my goodness, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> that person didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I guess we all have mommy brain. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think the way to look at it is like it's not done maliciously yeah. it's like people really do forget and there's no harm in just sending a dm yep. you know if you're the photographer if you're the planner or another vendor and just saying hey do you mind tagging me mm-hmm. and sometimes like the um the wedding dress designer will will you know slide in the dm and they'll just say hey can you tag my store and i'm like oh yeah, totally, yeah. i forgot so you know nobody's perfect no. but i feel like with big publications like they should know better i know i know <laughs> They should totally, but I mean, I hope that that's not what's turning people off to sharing photos. I mean, eventually I think people will catch on if, if we just stay strong and keep reminding people, then it'll just become the norm to tag properly. But, you know, I I hope that's not what's keeping people from sharing pictures with other vendors. I mean, we just have to teach them. That's all. Yeah. 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 I think so. Well, I think that's a really good way to end this podcast. A very teachable moment. (laughs) I should put that uh, The More You Know logo <laughs> coming up now. <laughs> well, Tati, thank you so much for being on Tea with Janae. I, this is so great. And let's tell everybody, you know, how they can find out more about you, your, your uh, business, Whimsy Weddings, and the florals. And let everybody know where it is. Yeah, so you can find us, um, whimsy-weddings.com. And, you know, our website has all of our, you know, package information there. So, you know, feel free to recommend us to your clients. We love making new photographer friends. <laughs> I'm the crazy one waving to you. <laughs> following <laughs> you before we even leave the wedding. And, um, totally. and you can find us on Instagram. It's at whimsy underscore weddings. And, um, you know, if you follow us, we'll follow you back. I love to see what everyone else is up to and, you know, where we can go and work next. That's awesome. Cool. And I'll put all this information in the show notes. So you guys listening, you could just click on the links and say hi to Tati and Eric, and you can see their adorable son. Um, And hopefully you guys can work together. So this has been so awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime. Bye guys. (laughs) 
Well, that's it, you guys. What a great show. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Tati to being here today. I had so much fun and we talked about so many great things and I hope you guys learned a lot from it. So you guys can find out more about Whimsy Weddings by visiting their website at www.whimsy-weddings.com. I'm going to put this information in the show notes so you guys can just click on the link, see Tati and Eric's work and let her know that you listen to the podcast. So thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye you guys. Thank you.